Hi guys, this is your host Sid Patel, CEO of Barrister Network. We are here in London shooting for Inside the Drinks Business and I'm here with Salvatore who's won the Best Sommelier Award in Europe and Africa. You know, Salvatore, thanks for having me here at your Thank shop. Thank you, Sid. He's also an advisor of, you know, this chain uh, Fairwood Wines and he consults and helps them with buying and also selling, you know, uh, so he's also on the floor and we're going to talk about, you know, uh, how we can bring value to other retail merchants and how you can grow your business. Thanks for having me here, Salvatore. Thank you, Why sir. don't you give a little, you know, a uh, quick uh, rundown about your career and who you are and your journey, please? Yes, of course. Well, um, I am, uh, uh, well, I, I came here seven years ago. I've always been working in, uh, in hospitality. So since I was 15 years old, I started to work in restaurants. And uh, since two years ago, so I, I was still on the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to work for the Dorchester, for Alain Ducasse. I've been working for a restaurant called Mash in Piccadilly. Um, and uh, um, all, all, a lot of uh, experience in, uh, in a Michelin star restaurant as well. Nice. Um, in, in Italy, back in Italy. Um, and um, so, well, this really started in, uh, in, in Italy when especially the study for sommelier I, I was uh, really interested in, uh, in wine mm -hmm. and uh, you know I used to work for a, a company called Orient Express okay. now is Belmont um, the Belmont wine exchange uh, is owned by Louis Vuitton Moetenissi okay. Um, so, and I was very curious why every single bottle has a different price and, you uh -huh. know, all these different vintages, what was the difference between them and all these different styles, sweet wines, fortified. Mm -hmm. So that's how my journey started, really. So I, I started to study and I took my uh, diploma in Italy mm -hmm. and then I moved to London where I really understood that I didn't do enough in Italy. So. Yeah, yeah. I started. Uh, I started to study as for the Court of Master Sommelier, uh, and uh, and started to participate to few competition around the uh, UK in Italy, nice. and then uh, the last one uh, and my, basically my first one uh, in my, my first international competition uh, in Cyprus uh, last November, uh, where I uh, won the Best Sommelier of Europe and Africa. Uh, then two years ago, I moved. Uh, I wanted to understand the dark side of the business, okay. which is uh, uh, so retail and off trade, basically. And um, so, because I wanted to have a more complete view of the wine business, True. so to understand, you know, it was very easy for me to buy and sell wines when I was uh, while I was in the restaurant yeah. because you know you have you have you are in contact with many suppliers yeah. and you try to find the best price uh, but you know it's it's a very different things to buy from a producer and uh, you know try to sell those wines into the restaurant yeah to, to other sommelier yeah um, so yeah since since now has been has been great and how long have you been in, in the retail side of business uh, two years okay yeah and before that almost like 10 12 years yes. in the restaurant side. always in the restaurant nice uh, on the retail side right uh, you said you you help uh, them consult with few things especially in the buying side mm -hmm. you know uh, what do you look for in a supplier like there must be three to four things that they must hit, right? Yes. Before they get a placement. 
Yes. So what, what would that be? Uh, so when you uh, contact a, a winemaker, uh, of course you ask for samples. The, uh, the most important thing is uh, the uh, diversification of, uh, of what you can sell. Okay. But of course, uh, the, the quality is the primary thing and yep. the price as well. Because yep. as you know, London is, uh, is full of wine supplier, wine merchants. So uh, you need to find the right, pr the right price yep. and of course the quality needs to be great. Yep. Otherwise, it's going to be really, really hard to, to sell wines. Mm -hmm. And you know, Friarwood is, is a small company, so, um, so you, you need to show that we are focused on, uh, on, small on, on top quality and, uh, and good prices. In fact, and beyond quality and price, like, are there other questions uh, or any things that you ask them? Uh, like, how are you going to support me? What advertising will you do? What marketing would you do? What if it doesn't sell through? Are you going to come and do store tastings? What are the business other uh, support programs? So we do, of course, we do a lot of tasting with our clients. Okay. Uh, we Once we add the new wine uh, in the list, we do some tasting here in the shop, here in Parsons Green and in Wimbledon. Okay. Um, just to... And that, that marketing support is given by suppliers? Uh, no. Okay. That comes <laughs> from your pocket? A, that's from our, yeah, okay. from our side, yeah. Uh, but yes, if we don't sell, if we don't manage to sell a certain wine, we yeah. can do some uh, certain uh, uh, offer or discount Got or uh, yeah. And is there any uh, pitch that stands out? Like you, you think that this supplier nailed it? Do you remember anything where, you know, uh, the, the supplier was super business oriented and did a perfect job in selling you? Um, I think what is uh, what we are focused on is the customer service, the, which is something that not uh, many suppliers are doing at the moment. Okay. Uh, so you know, we when you do a delivery on the same day, yeah. uh, and uh, you know when you do no minimum order, so you can even order one bottle. Got it. Uh, it's, I guess you prefer all those kind of things because of the high value investment yes. in your inventory. Yes. Got and it. it's easier for somebody as well. They don't have to reach a minimum order or they yeah. don't have to order a case. Got you it. Know? Understood. What about uh, driving sales, right? Like, especially if, if uh, let's go back on your role mm -hmm. for the store. You know, are there any metrics or KPIs or like uh, targets that you have to achieve? Uh, which your boss must have given you that you must hit this uh, numbers? Yes, well, we have uh, all the sales guys uh, have uh, a goal to achieve, of okay. course, every month. Um, and uh, well, it's of course, our boss is not giving us too much pressure yeah. uh, because we are still a small company. And to be honest, we are doing really, really well at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you need to reach those target to keep to keep going otherwise and uh, what are they like are they uh are you guys counting the number of customers coming in and the average price per customer uh, like what are the metrics if you can walk me through you know uh how are you measured in your performance you know? yeah so well we are not like a restaurant that you do uh yeah you you calculate this the minimum spending for okay. uh, for each customer of course we uh so we have uh, especially here and uh, in wimbledon yeah. we have uh, 
our regular guests so we know we know them we have their names so okay. we know already what they drink or what so it's it's, so it's very, like hey john how's yeah. it going here's your cat ready exactly okay. yeah <laughs> not like that but almost. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it <laughs> um uh but yes and and basically it's more on the number of bottles that we sell and uh, you know more on the volume and uh, um, and yes it's the amount so of, is it like a, a weekly report or a daily uh, report which gets generated uh, we do a daily report okay. yes. and in that it shows the sales rep name as well yes for exactly. example who yes. and sold or took yeah. care of the customer yes perfect who is a good sommelier to you uh, so a good sommelier I think uh, uh, it has to have an great well a good knowledge I wouldn't say great but at least a good knowledge uh, he has to have the passion for it and uh, he needs to explain and drive uh, and make some interest in the customer mind yep. just to you know to drive them and let them try some new special wine unusual wines uh, that they never drank before you know it's very easy to sell bordeaux or yeah, super yeah. toscan or chianti but it's very hard to 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 drink to to try to sell uh, a very small uh, appellation from anywhere around the world because nobody knows um, so plus another thing I think it's very important that uh, the, the price wise uh, in the wine list of you know in London prices are quite crazy because you know you go in central London uh, yeah. and the, the, they make a massive GP out of it yeah uh, so when, when instead if you for example if you go in Italy or France yeah. uh, the, the GP on on the wine list is very low okay that's why Even in the restaurant yes yeah. yes so you can drink for example i was in chablis a couple of years ago and i drank a bottle of uh de maraveno uh blanchot 2010 mm -hmm. for 50 euro mm -hmm. and here it's like uh, 250 pounds at wow. least Wow. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, they are very different reality. Of Got course, it. London is quite expensive yeah, yeah. as well. How, what are the tips to, let's say, in a nice way to greet a customer, mm -hmm. to guide them through the store, and then to close the sale? You know, to close the, uh, I mean, the gap. You know, like okay, I think let's go for this wine. Well, uh, the store. Well, I'm not based on the store, but I, I think Overall. a couple of times I've been here when customer came in and I managed to sell a few nice bottles. But for me, it's quite easy because it's like being in the restaurant. And yeah. you know, you talk with them and you ask them a few questions True. regarding what wines they like, how much they want to spend, and you know, when they tell you they they tell you a few things, you understand uh, where they want to go. Got it. So, so let's say you know, I just want to give this for the people listening. You know, uh, so first question would be. Uh, Hello, and then you know uh, what are do you have anything in mind that you're looking for? Mm -hmm. I guess yes. And yes. then you would ask, is there a price range you're looking for? Uh, and then I I usually ask uh, I don't know for example if it's uh, if it's a red wine okay. I'll ask them would you like something a bit more spicy lighter some full body wine Got something it. more on the fruit side uh, so just to give you to give me an idea what they they like okay and then definitely you you tell them uh, do you have a price range or uh, something sometimes they come in they tell you hey, do you have uh, Bordeaux so yeah. <laughs> you know already what they want yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but still you ask them would you like something a bit more elegant or something a bit and, more... how, and how do you read the customer let's say you're talking to me and you you told you showed me this 198 mm -hmm. pound bottle and then I'm like 
you know that it's expensive for yeah. me, for example. So is there a way you read a customer that instantly you know I think it's I think he's he's getting little uh, you know I think it's over budget. So let me just go little. Yeah, yeah, of course. When when you work in hospitality for so long, you, you, you can, can understand. Read, yeah. I remember from when they were walking in, uh -huh. I knew already what to sell to those people. Got it. Got <laughs> so. it. Uh, what about the customer who just says, hey, I have no idea. I'm just going at my friend's place. What is a good, what would you recommend in 50 pounds? So how do you approach that sort of customer? Again, you still ask, the ask as many questions as possible just to, to make them happy at the end, you know, because once they open the bottle, you are not there. So, you know, what, what kind of questions would that be if it's for someone else? You can ask them, do, does your friend have any, any special uh, uh -huh. requirement or, you know, any special uh, taste, any special one that he likes? Okay. Um, or um, I don't know, is what, what are you going to have? Sure, is a sure. barbecue or, uh, you know, are you having... Yeah, a, occasion yeah. you can ask that. you, that's true. Um, on the upselling, right, uh, Salvador? So let's say I got this $40 wine, 40 pounds wine. And then uh, do you guys, uh, I, I understand it depends on store to store. You know, maybe you don't have the DNA of going hard on sales, but just overall, what are some good tips to upsell? You know, someone's already shopped 40, mm -hmm. And do you, do you like say, okay, here's another 30, $40 wine, I think will, which will be good. Are there any ways to upsell? Yes, you can always, I mean, if they spend 40, they can, uh, they can spend even 50 or 60, right? Uh -huh. So, uh, so you can, uh, it's like at the restaurant again, if someone was asking me for a bottle of 200, if you have the, the money to, to Correct. for 200, you can go to, to 50, yeah, 300, yeah. right? And how would you so, go about that? So you always uh, make them uh, uh, curious. Okay. So telling them, oh, you know, I have something different that you may uh, you may love. Uh, it's one of my favorite wine. Uh, you always need to use the right words, of yeah, course, true. right, to, to 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 catch their attention. Um, so yeah, usually you say, oh, that's my favorite. Uh, you will love this wine. Uh, if you, well, you don't say if you don't like, you can give it back. Yeah, but, yeah. But to, for yeah. for the confidence, you may have to yeah. say it, right? If you really believe in that, yeah. that they like it. And many many of our clients, because they are uh, returning guests and they live here. Yeah. Uh, you know, they really love us to give them some proposition or to suggest something. Got it. Um, on on the inventory side, right? There are always slow moving uh, products. How do you guys approach that, and what do you do to move them out? Uh, so, to move to move them out, you can uh, suggest. Uh, well, in the shop, we can definitely do some discount or uh, um, or some uh, some events so that we can uh, you know show the show the wines and oh. uh, and uh, um, and people at the end of the events they may buy some of those bottles, so it's easier to sell. Or otherwise, if we are talking to restaurants, uh -huh. we can definitely uh, ask them if they can put it by the glass and we'll give them a special price. Um, yeah, something like this. Understood. Uh, you know, for hiring a good candidate for a retail store, especially like yours, you know, what are, what are some characteristics that you would look for when you're interviewing, let's say, for, you know, someone to walk the floor and sell? 
Well, I think the smile the is very important okay. because when someone comes from the door, uh, you know, you need to see someone you smiling. You need a happy person, yes, first of all. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, True. it's the business card of the business, right? True. Um, of course, uh, that, that's very important. He has to have a bit of, uh, of experience, of course, in retail or... Uh, uh, in my opinion, people who have been working uh, on the floor uh, in, in, in restaurants are uh, more uh, suitable as well for this job because they know how to sell. True. Uh, so, so yeah, this kind of experience help, of course. Got it. Have you noticed any science behind uh, positioning the wines? Like, is there a reason why 155 is here, 40, 30? Like, I can see a, a big difference. Like, this is eye mm -hmm. level and you've kept it a very medium, low to medium price range here. So is there any reason why this is placed the way it is? No, not really. Okay. Just, uh, Interesting. Yeah, magnum are up usually with the half bottles. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then all the 75 CL. Got it. What are, what are the, uh, you know, three to four elements that you think people should really do to drive top line sales if you are a retail merchant? You know, any tips for them? Uh, well, as I said, uh, you need to get them uh, curious about some products okay. and uh, you always need to use the right words to drive the sales and uh, um, yeah, always smile and uh, I can tell you that if they, uh, if you gain their trust every time they come in, uh, they will definitely ask you for suggestion. So. You know, I've noticed uh, some uh some traditional retailers which are like immigrants for example you know they go with the old approach with knowing the name first and then literally hey Salvatore, how you doing you know and then you feel home right that yeah. it's your store because you already know the name and the person are there any other actual practical like tips which you would say like i think personally knowing the name of the customer is a big win oh yes right so something like that where you know that oh how was your lunch with Katie you went with you know what what I mean like those kind of things do you do you have you seen something like that which really enhances the customer experience which obviously drives sales oh yeah this happens uh, here every time Got so <laughs> we have uh, uh, Patrice which is one of our uh, um, oldest uh, employees here uh -huh. has been here forever for 20 years God, he knows everyone like, in the yeah. town it's like oh it was uh, the other night the dinner so does he the... does he make notes or how does he know who's who and what, what? yes we have uh, we have our plan our uh, uh, on our uh, uh, computer CRM system yes, or something exactly oh, nice. so, so you can write some notes birthday exactly. and this and that yes do you guys send newsletters yes we do so let's go on the digital side you know uh, and then we can wrap this mm -hmm. Uh, what kind of digital marketing can you do and are you doing? Yeah, so we have a manager, uh, a person in charge only for this. Uh, for this. Online sales yeah, and digital? Yeah, for the on online sales. Of course, we use a lot the um, Facebook, Instagram, uh -huh. uh, Twitter. So all this, uh, uh, this social media, which is really important right now. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, this is the future. And uh, yeah, but um, again, I'm not really into this. <laughs> There's someone else who's take, taking Understood. care of it. Understood. But do you know that is there any particular wines that you think literally would do well on online versus the physical store because of the, the label or the price? Uh, yeah, well, I think uh, online is easier to sell the big name. So the, oh, the, the, the famous producer or, you know, I don't know, for example, a fresh champagne, it's easier to sell a Boulanger than uh, True. a smaller uh, a grower. 
uh, that nobody knows. So, you know, in the shop, you have more uh, a physical contact sure. and, uh, you know, it's easier to upsell uh, something different. Got it. So I think uh, one last thing is, you know, you've transitioned, uh, which is a good thing. I think you, you're opening up from the sommelier and the restaurant side to the whole business side, retail. And then I'm sure, you know, there is the supplier side, there is an importer distributor side. What was your takeaway? What would you want to tell to the sommeliers? You know, that uh, if based on your experience that in fact, this is a good approach as well to, to, dive, to open up, you know, uh, because maybe hospitality has its own limitations mm -hmm. and there is just one route, like, you know, you become a sommelier, then a head sommelier, then a wine director, then a MS and, and that's it sort of thing, right? I don't know, maybe. Do you have any comparisons based on your experiences? Uh, well, it's, it's a, different, a different world. You know, working with, uh, as I said, when I was sommelier, it was very easy for me to, to buy and sell. Uh -huh. uh, but when you pass on the other side, uh, it's become, it becomes really hard to sell uh, uh, to, to, to restaurants and hotels from, uh, uh, from supplier, okay. um, from being a supplier, because, uh, you know, you need to find the right price yeah. and, uh, you know, there is so many suppliers, yeah, so it's true. quite tough. So you need to always give something extra uh, to, to our client, to our sommelier. So that's why we do all these uh, uh, no minimum orders and the deliveries and plus, because we are a small group, our uh, communication between us, between accountant, between buying uh, uh, and uh, uh, and retail is quite quickly. It's, it's quite pretty, quick. Pretty so. interesting model. So just for everyone to know, the model is you are yourself an importer. You also sell to some restaurants yes. and you have some stores as well. Yes. Got it. Can you break us down? Like what part of business is how, how big? Like import and distribution is bigger or stores? No, important distribution is uh, is the biggest side, yes, okay. because uh, you you have no limits in uh, you know in sell in sales. Got uh, it. So basically, you have all London, all UK, so you can extend and expand as as much as you want. Uh, this the shop, of course, we are here, and uh, so it's it's, it's, a cap. it's located there, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. move. We actually, you know, sales guy, we move around. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, we bring fry food to the restaurant. So Got instead it. of bringing, uh, the, the, you know, the, the customer. Have you have you noticed any uh, merchandising uh, movements which which can help drive sales, like or windows? You know, how, how do you display any any tips there for uh, the retailers? No, I think you usually show the the top sales. So, for example, at the highest selling yes, products. Yes, like for example, uh, Malbec or uh, Chianti or uh, Champagne. So, so you mean the category which are really popping up? You you want to put it there first? Yeah, yes, of course. After during Christmas, for example, or Valentine's Day, you uh, can uh, we, we 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 put rosé or uh, champagne. So you know, just for celebration, uh, that everyone will always buy more champagne than uh, than uh, the rest of the of the categories. Oh, 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 oh,